Hello, folks. Welcome to the RLS podcast, episode 75. Um, and yeah, it's been meant on. See, before for this week, it's all been going off. Yesterday, I actually sat looking out my window, just watching the whole madness unfold at the swimming pool. Um, like for anyone that doesn't know where Forfar is or you're listening from somewhere other than Forfar, I literally live across from the swimming pool and yeah, I just honestly didn't really assume anything was going on at the swimming pool. I think someone had bought it over. Um, it had been like, it'd been smelling like kind of weed around the place for like the past like few weeks and I just thought someone must be just like smoking weed around the back or something um, and then kind of thought nothing else of it and just thought, oh well, never mind. Um, next thing you know, police are all around there yesterday. There's like seven police vans, the bolt cutters to open the door. Next thing you know, there's people running out of it, people on the roof. There is like, it's been weed getting grown in there. There's like three tiers of weed being grown in the old swimming pool, like a massive operation. Um, fucking mad. Like, I just watched it all happen yesterday. It was quite, I'm not going to say it's good viewing because that's not fair on the people that actually like were working on that job because I'm, I'm sure someone hurt themselves so let's not say it was good viewing it was hectic for a tuesday afternoon let's just say that um it certainly wasn't good viewing let's take that back right it wasn't good viewing people got hurt um <laughs> you need to be careful what you say on things like this fbi will be at my door tomorrow um either that or the guys that run the place will be throwing stones through my windows um anyway definitely not what i came on to speak about now Basically, the title of this podcast was going to be five lessons from being self-employed for three years. Being self-employed for three years is absolutely zilch. Um, it's nothing in comparison to some of the people I know work in this town as joiners, um, as plumbers. There's been people running businesses for 20, 30, 40 years, well-established businesses, well-established self-employed business owners that will have fucking bags of experience above and beyond anything I could say. Um, and I just want to make that very, very, very clear. However, the person that I'm speaking to now could well be the new generation of self-employed business owner. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of guys I know I coach that have their own businesses, um, like trades. There's like online coaches. There are people, more people moving into this space nowadays. And also, again, not to speak from my perch, I'm not pretending that I know anything about this. I'm just sharing lessons that I've learned over the last three years. There are still people that have been doing, they've been in self-employed businesses for 20 years that are still, I could still give them a bit of advice. They could definitely give me a bit of advice. Let's not get that wrong, but I could still give them a bit of advice on how to run their business a little bit more efficiently in the kind of the new age. I know some people like their businesses are run on referrals and their businesses are run on good word of mouth and they're fucking busy nonstop. So they don't need this, need this advice. But I also do speak to people and I say something, they're like, oh, I've never thought about doing it that way. And then they tell me some little trick of the trade and I'm like, I'm, I'm taking that, I'm, I'm using that. So I believe that the new generation of self-employed business owners can learn from the older generation of self-employed business owners, but vice versa we can definitely both benefit from each other. So I just want to make it clear that I'm not pretending that I'm some sort of fucking business guru here because I'm most certainly not. But I've been in a lot of rooms, a lot of kind of mentorships, um, spoke to a whole lot of people about how to run my business more efficiently because at the end of the day, like my most, the most important thing to me is like the service that I provide and the people that I work with. But without actually knowing how to run a business properly, it would just be fucking an airy fairy 
coaching business where like I make no money. So like, what would be the point in that? You obviously want like the first and foremost, the most important thing is like how you enjoy your work and the service that you provide. But if you make no money and it's a leaky business and you're getting no leads coming in and you, your word of mouth doesn't get out and nobody knows how good you are at your job, then there is zero point. Well, it's not zero point. There's still a good point, but there's there's just so much more you can squeeze out of it. Um, so that's what I want to share. I want to share a few different points about how I've been running my business the past three years and how I'm continuing to improve it. And the five main points that I've taken that have helped me. Excuse me. First and foremost, now you've probably seen this one coming. Have a mentor or a coach. Someone that has been there, has done the work before. You could be thinking, they could be thinking about this in regards to like you're an apprentice working under someone. You see how their business works and hopefully they help you get in a position where you could possibly run your own business. Like I'm thinking of certain individuals that I've worked with before that have been in this exact position um, and went on to run their own businesses and very successful businesses. Have a mentor, have someone that's been there, someone that's done that. Someone that knows how the tricks of the trades work, tricks of the trade work. Someone that has made the mistakes, that has tripped up along the journey, and they can help you avoid some of those mistakes. Now, it depends what job you're thinking of, but you could think about this in regards to, like as I just said, like an apprentice. Um, you could be an apprentice to someone, and that could be a really good upbringing for you in terms of like becoming a business owner. Or in this day and age, I swear down on Instagram, there is a coach for everything. Like if you go on Instagram, there's a coach on how to be a better, better business owner as a PT. There's a coach on how to be a better PT. There's a coach on how to invest. There's a coach on how to be run a plumbing business. There's a coach on how to run a painting business. There's a there's just there's everything everywhere. Like you can literally come up with anything. And you and again, it doesn't have to be someone on Instagram. Like you, you obviously want to trust this person and you want to be able to get results from this person to help you move forward. But this was simply the best thing that I ever did. Like I did it three years ago when I very much was at the, the start of my journey. And I honestly believe I'd be nowhere near where I am just now if it wasn't for doing that. I would be absolutely nowhere near it. I don't even think I'd be in this house or be doing this job had it not been for hiring like my coach, Joe Parrish. And the thing is with like his business, his business is like grown and grown and grown. And I've went along for the ride. So I've kind of learned everything that Joe's learned over the last like three years. I've been able to get that almost like for free. Like any lesson that he's learned, he's probably shared it with me. Therefore, like my business as a byproduct, and this is probably something that doesn't get mentioned enough, like has kind of just been like built off the back of his. Like I've just essentially just stolen, not stolen, but like taking ideas from everything that he's learned because what Joe's learned is obviously from mentorships that he's been in and he's been in loads of rooms with loads of really kind of like knowledgeable people in this in this industry. And I'm obviously speaking about the personal training and online coaching industry just now, but the same thing applies to pretty much everything. Um, so getting yourself a business coach, even someone that's going to help you deal with your money, someone that's going to help you understand how to, you know, like the accounts things, if you're running your own business, like there's a lot of kind of thing goes on with like tax and money and things like that. Hand that over to someone else, like get someone to help you with that. You may need to fork out a little bit of money to start off with to do that, but do it. Like, honestly, just do it because like, why would you want to sit there fiddling about with your accounts and your books when you know you can just pay someone to do it? Like time is money within a self-employed business. Like if you 
are handing away loads of your time over and over again to jobs that you don't want to be doing, then that's that's a waste of your time and money. So hiring a coach within your field or having some sort of mentor or speaking to someone that you know runs a successful business, like getting in their ear, like getting in a room with them, getting on a phone call with them, getting on a Zoom call, fucking emailing them, just asking these people questions and just just picking their brains is the best thing that you can possibly do to avoid all of the inevitable state mistakes that you're going to make along the way. Um, and you still will make mistakes, but like, why not just learn how to do it? Why not just swallow your pride? Like there's this little saying, it's like coaches need coaches. Well, yeah, of course they do. Like why would a coach not need a coach? Like if you can sit there and like, again, I'm speaking about my, like myself and my own industry here, but like, if you believe that like an apprentice needs to learn off of a time served someone that's been plumbing for for 20 years then why would you not need one yourself then so you're saying to the apprentice you need to learn off of me before you can fucking get promoted and before before you can get your time served why do you not then need to learn from someone else who's a step ahead of you it's, it's kind of almost like a contradictory like if you think you've made it and you think, oh, I've got my business now, I can fucking do it all. You're wrong. Like you are, you're simply wrong. Like you need to hire a coach. You need to have someone in your corner to help you. And that's my first lesson. It's the best thing that I ever did. And that's the number one thing that I'm going to say that if you're just starting off as a self-employed business, or even if you're in the early days of your business and you're not someone that's been in this industry for 30 years, get someone to help, a mentor as or someone, or just like a, a group of people that you can really bounce ideas off of. The second thing, this is probably the thing that I'm most well-versed in, um, is social media. In this day and age, if you do not have some sort of social media page for your business, again, I put asterisks beside these businesses that have been going for 30 years and they simply are never shy of work because of the fact they're so good at their job because they've got such good word of mouth referral, then maybe these are the only group of people that don't need to do social media, but... Would you not love to be able to show people your work? Would you not be able to love to be able to show people the great things that you're doing and just build an even better name and an even bigger name? And then as a byproduct, perhaps you get to charge a bit more money because everyone knows how good you are and you're even more in demand. At the end of the day, a business wants to be in demand. A self-employed business owner service wants to be in demand. People want you as a business owner want people to want your service. And as a byproduct, you could technically charge more money. That's just that's just a matter of fact. Um, some of the things I obviously do on social media is like I post six times a week, every single week. I just want to be front and center of everyone's mind. I want people to go, for fuck's sake, there's Ryan starting again. There's fucking the 95 athlete. I can't get it out of my head because I see it every fucking day. Um, it should be the same with your business. Like when someone thinks of oh, who am I going to get to come and fit my kitchen? And then they're scrolling Facebook as we all do every single day for hours on end. And they see, um, let's just use, I was going to use a random name. I'm just going to use my mate's um, company. So Todd Joinery, we see, you see Todd Joinery pop up and it's like, fuck yeah, they must be good. Um, and then you think, oh, God, I need a joiner. And then you see Todd Joinery pop up again. You're like, ah, God, yeah, there's, there, is, there it is again. Okay, then you phone Todd Joinery because it's the first one that you see. You see the number connected to the Facebook page and you go, I'm going to give them a ring. That's the first person that I'm going to ask. Now, if they aren't on Facebook and they aren't on Instagram, what does that person then do? 
they go to their friend and they go, okay, who's who's the best joiner in the town? Who should I give a ring? Or they do the Facebook mum thing and they're like, looking for a joiner in Forfa or someone, please give me a number. It's like, you never heard of Google. Anyway, um, nah, but to be fair, that's actually a, a pretty reasonable thing to do because like word of mouth is going to be helpful. But they're then just going to take the first recommendation that they get off of someone else. So that's where word of mouth wins. But you can almost go above word and word of mouth if you are front and center of everyone's mind on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, whatever it is. You obviously don't need to be on all of them. Like, is TikTok really a relevant place for, I don't know, a painter to be? Maybe. Maybe it is. To be, to be fair, painting probably because it's a, it's a very visual thing. Um, TikTok, yeah, actually, to be fair, like, I don't really get much business off of TikTok, but people say a lot of the time, I've seen your stuff on TikTok rather than I've seen your stuff on Instagram. Instagram's a more buyable, um, a buy, is that even the word? A more buyable location for your business. Like, people were more willing to kind of take your services on board from Instagram than they would be from TikTok because TikTok's more of a place for fun. It's more of a place for, like, just, like, mind-numbing scrolling up and down watching fucking random things and weird and wonderful things um facebook again probably a level up people are then even more willing on facebook this is based on actual evidence are more willing to buy off of facebook nowadays um, no they always have been to be fair on facebook it's been i think it goes like facebook instagram and um, and then linkedin suppose you could chuck in there as well linkedin's probably a good place if you've got a slightly more kind of um it based business like something online um and you're maybe trying to sell to people in the kind of corporate world um that would be a place that i would get um but if you have like a if you have a trade or you have an online business get on instagram offer your services this is what i do this is what I, this is how i do it um this is what i do for people testimonials tell stories this is janice from up the road I, fixed up her kitchen and it looks like this now here's the before and after and people go whoa that looks good i'd like my kitchen to look like that um getting that on there is going to be absolutely vital um and here's another thing that i see a lot of people i, I hate i feel like i'm some, i just i feel a bit cringe saying this sort of stuff because I, I i feel like i'm a little bit out my lane speaking about it but i'll continue to speak about it so i don't know why i'm why i'm worrying um is you are your business so you are what sets your business apart. If your name is Scott Plumbing, again, I'm just using examples of some of my clients' businesses. Um, if your name is fucking Davy Proven, Davy Proven, why did that? Why was that the first name that came to my head? Davy Proven Painting. If your name is Ryan Thornton Online Coach, and or your name is, say for example, it's like I don't know, BIC whatever. BIC, hopefully that doesn't that's not an abbreviation for something fucking terrible. Um I don't know what am I thinking of here, just like joinery or something like that. And you do not put a face to your business online. You become a logo. Like your face is a logo. People buy from people. Now, this is the one of the biggest points that I'm going to make, and I see so many people do it wrong. So many people have a business and nobody knows what your face looks like. People instantly from seeing your face online make a first like an impression within five seconds they see your face and they try to make up a story about what who you are and how much of a good person you are some people will look at you and think what a dick I'm not going on his page but more often than not if people see your face people can create a relationship even through social media if they see your face 
They can begin to lighten to you. They can begin to think, hmm, this guy seems like a decent guy. You would be surprised how many people will buy from you, take on your service, give you a ring because they think you're a good guy, not because they think you're the best in the industry at your job, which you won't be once you've started out. Like, let's be honest. You won't be the best in the industry once you just start. You won't be the best plumber, the best joiner, the best painter two weeks into having your own self-employed business. You will be hopefully good. You'll hopefully be decent. But what will set you apart can sometimes be your personality and your face. Have your face on your social media post. As cringy as you may think it is, even if you're a fucking plumber, even if you're a sparky and you have your own self-employed business, let people know who you are. It breaks down barriers. It honestly breaks down barriers so much. I meet people in the gym sometimes and I feel as though, like I sometimes feel rude because they speak to me as if they know me and I'm like, I've not a clue who you are, but hiya, all right, how are you doing? And they have already got a self-perceived idea of who I am and how I work because of the fact they have seen me on social media or TikTok. And they then, it breaks down a barrier and then they feel like they can speak to me. Then there is more chance of that person wanting my services there's more chance of that person signing up to the 95 athlete because they know my face they know who i am um i get like again i just use this example because it's funny like i either get like people on the football park like saying oh, blah 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 like i've watched some of your stuff or they slaughter me for it and say your tiktoks are shite or your instagram reels are shite or something like that which is which is fucking hilarious um but those people already kind of know me and they all have an idea of me sometimes it's not good sometimes they just think i'm a dick but that's fine i don't mind that um and that's the same as what you need to do so if you're running a fucking any sort of trade any sort of business and there's not one photo of your face i would this is this this is the first place i would go i would put a picture or a video up of your face any sort of way doesn't have to be like a selfie by the way just like a picture of you and tell a little story about who you are what you do what you enjoy doing and just create a little bio a little profile my name is dave i like football i've been plumbing for three years my goal with my business is to blah 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 build this up to whatever um i like long walks on the beach and pints tell people a story like people then go ah i know that Dave is now a, is a Motherwell fan and he likes pints and blah, blah, blah. People have now broken down barriers. They've got a conversation to have with you and they feel more welcome to hiring you to do whatever you do. That is one of the first things I would ever do if I had a business. Enough of the kind of like the logos and the photos and nobody knows what you look like. Um, so that's one of the main things. Testimonials and referrals are obviously going to be really helpful sponsoring things as well like i sponsor a whole load of football players a whole load of football teams um sponsor a couple of bits of kit in that for people just to get my name out there um just to get the nine to five athlete all over the place um that is something that i would again strongly recommend it just again gets your gets your name out there just helps people know who you are um the next thing is Again, this seems like a given, and I know a lot of people are good at this, but I wasn't necessarily good at this to start off with, um, is like connection with clients. Um, generally, being a being a good guy, um, being, a, being a really good guy. And the, the, the best way to justify this is, have you ever been on holiday and you've went to a hotel and it's maybe been like pretty nice, but the staff have been absolute cunts? Like they've just been absolute pricks. They're rude. They don't smile at you. They just haven't been any help you probably don't go back to that hotel. It's the same with a restaurant. If you get a really kind of 
upbeat like waiter who just kind of has a laugh and like he's just really kind of like high on energy and he just he's just like seems like a really good guy there's you're sometimes more inclined to go back to that restaurant because you're like i had a good experience there even just going into a shop whatever it is like sometimes you go to i don't know for example i've been to like physios in the past and like i just had a good blether with them like just an absolute blether and like absolute pish but i've been like I actually almost forgot if you were a good physio or not. Oh, well, I'm going to go back because I had a good chat with you and I made a connection. It's the same with whatever you do. Like a connection with your clients is going to be one of the best things that you can do. Like I truly believe I want to be like friends with all my clients. Like, don't get me wrong. Not all of them will want to be friends with me. That's fine. Some of them just want the result and they want me to shut up. But I want to be friends with my clients. I've made so many friends out of, out of clients, like people that I would like genuinely just go and have a beer with. And so much so I've probably got too many people to go for a beer with nowadays um and i just generally like just i try to make a point of being a good good person like i, I feel like i'm a good person Um, it'd probably be the wrong job for me to be in if i wasn't a good person but just try to be a good guy and go like above and beyond just give your clients the best service you possibly can and just be nice to them and smile i'm not always the best at smiling i've got what you would describe as resting bitch face at times um, i think i inherited that from my dad um but sometimes you need to just give people the best service possible and just be as nice as possible because that is sometimes what will keep people coming back. Like your service and what you offer is obviously always going to be the most important thing. Like if, you, if you're if you an absolute miserable bastard, but you absolutely are so good at your job, you'll probably get quite a bit of business. But if you're a really nice person and really nice to be around and really nice to chat to and friendly to everyone that you kind of come across then you're going to be an even better person so therefore at the start of you having your self-employed business being just really nice person and really helpful and going above and beyond especially at the start of your business like doing a couple doing some things for free and um just doing that little bit extra can can be really 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 helpful um for like especially your first few clients because what then happens is off the back of that is referrals people go he was a really nice person he was a really nice guy, a really nice girl. Go and go and speak to them. You'll 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 like working with them. Um. So yeah, there's that, and then <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not got any water in here. Then there's mastery. So mastery of your trade, mastery of your business, mastery of what you do. Now mastery is a big word because mastery essentially means like you're a master of it. You've like got the black belt. You, there's nothing else you can learn. Um, mastery I don't think is that mastery is like it's really honing in your craft it's getting really really good at what you do um, and the way that I think of it is like whatever it is that you do can you have something that stands you out can you have something that you are the go-to guy for um, again I'll use trades as an example like Sparky a painter a plumber is there a particular thing that you do a course that you've been on is there a particular kind of method, maybe a slightly more kind of specialized, skilled method of what you do that nobody else does that makes you the go-to guy within that field? Um, being able to set yourself apart with that, what I've found is if you become a master of something or something that sets you apart, people then go, oh, wow, he's like really good at that special thing. Therefore, he must be pretty good at like the other kind of basic stuff. I know that doesn't always apply to every single job. I'm kind of thinking more about trades right now. Um, but become the go-to guy for that thing. 
like become a specialist um, and just like build your knowledge up. Like don't just think because you can kind of do the, like you've got time served, you can do that job. Don't think the learning stops there. Like you want to be- keep becoming better and set yourself apart. Like become the best business in the area, become the best plumber in the area. I keep using plumber as an example. I don't know why I'm obsessed with plumbing right now. There's a lot of, lot of other self-employed businesses. There's like financial advisors accountants there's like like coaches football coaches there could be like fucking taxi drivers like there's honestly so many different like avenues you could go down this but i just instantly go towards coaches and and like plumbers and joiners and things like that um but yeah like that's that's the thing like if you want to if you think you know it all just the minute that you've kind of got into business then you're a bit you're a bit screwed at that point because people are just going to get better and you're just going to stay the same. So um, network as well. Like that's, that's something that I believe is pretty important. Get to know people in your industry, like go to these events. Like there's a couple of different things I've been to over the years. So I I go to networking events based on my job, like personal training and online coaching. That makes sense. Why would I not go to that? But I've also, I also really have very little interest in property at this time in my life, but I've been to a property networking event. Not because I was that arsed about property. Um, I've not done anything in the way of property. And I don't plan to anytime soon. Um, but I kind of got to know a lot of people that run like online businesses and spoke to a few people about it. And it was reasonably interesting. Um, also, just like local business um, meetups. So there's there's one I'm meant to be going to in a couple of weeks, actually. Um, runs in Broughty Ferry nearby. I uh, can't exactly remember what it's called but i got invited to that a couple of weeks ago so i'm going to go to that and just blether with other business owners network get to know people these people could become clients they could pass you on to someone else i know this other guy who's really good at this and you can maybe learn something off of him so that's like a really good way to do it um like i'm now at a point in my life where i feel like i know fucking everyone i cannot go to tesco or asda without like bumping into a conversation with someone like it's not like i really know them but like i half know them um, and that, I think that's an amazing thing. Like I went from being the most introverted little squirrel in the world to like literally knowing everyone within, like see within the football league that I play in just now, like I fucking know everyone. And it's it's uh, it's mad. Like I genuinely feel like I know everyone and probably everyone knows me because I just put myself out there on social media. And again, blessing and a curse sometimes, but more so a, a blessing. Like it's, it's good because... Like I've obviously expanded my network and I've expanded my name. Um, so yeah, that's good. Um, and then the final thing that I believe is is hard to think about in the first few years of your business because you kind of just want to get the head down and you wanna and you wanna work and you wanna you wanna build and you wanna grow. And that's again, I suppose that's a lesson. Like I could say to you right now, like other than Sunday, I have sat down at my laptop every single day for the past four or five years and just done work just put in some sort of work of taking my business forward in one way, shape or form. Um, and that is like the easiest hack that you can do. Just literally just get into work every single day. Um, but in terms of like vision, when you get a couple of years into your self-employed business and when things begin to settle and when you begin to start making money and when you begin to start putting away money and you begin to start like maybe having a relatively successful online business or a successful business in general, self-employed business, you may then want to start thinking about later life. You may want to then be starting to think about like pension. You may want to start then thinking about your goals for the future. Um, and this one could go pretty deep. So I'm not going to pretend I'm some sort of master at this because I literally only sorted this out yesterday. 
Um, I had a conversation with my coach and he says, okay, Ryan, like your business is in a good spot. You're doing okay. Um, how can we now start thinking about later life? What are you going to do? Do you have a pension? Do you have any, like, do you have any ISAs? And I have a savings pot, but that's all I've got. And he says, basically, like I was going on a call later that day with uh, a woman about a pension. Um, and I ended up after that setting up a stocks and shares ISA um, where I put X amount of money into an account every single month and I essentially invest it. And I aim to keep that in there for the next 10 to 20 years. And hopefully, um, all going well, as long as the world doesn't blow up, um, I should have compounded a decent amount of cash over the next 20 years. It is an investment. It takes money out of my pocket right now um, for maybe things that I want to be able to do with my life. Maybe won't be able to kind of be so extravagant with eating out and things like that. I'll maybe need to kind of dial back on the weekends away. I'll maybe need to have one less holiday a year, but I will be able to set myself up um, maybe not for not for life, but I'll be able to save a decent amount of money. Um, and then in 20 years time, I'll go, thank God I did that. My kids and other family members will be able to live in, we'll have security and we'll not be struggling and we'll be fine. Um, and that's the beauty of having a self-employed business is that a business could, you could make very little money with a business, but you can make a decent amount of money, enough that you can then put away into savings to think about your later life. And if you're not doing that and you've got a leaky business, a business that's just kind of making money, but you're spending loads of money and you don't really know where your money is going and it's here, it's there and it's everywhere, um, then you'll get 10 years down the line and you'll go, fuck, I've just, I've just worked for the past 10 years and I've really not got anything to show for it other than, again, you might have had a, a good old time for the past 10 years. But yeah, I, I strongly recommend if you think about it, um, getting something sorted with like maybe a stocks and shares ISA or a lifetime ISA. Um, I don't know an incredible amount about that, but I can certainly pass a number on to anyone. I spoke to a woman called Laura yesterday who works for a company called, I can't remember the name of it, um, but I can pass on the number of anyone who runs a business wants to think about something like that. It was very much a worthwhile call if anyone um, would want me to pass the number on. Um, she kind of sat down with me for 45 minutes. Just We talked about my business, my outgoings, my expenses, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then came up with an idea about how I can save some money, um, which was really, really helpful. And I'm not s sponsored by this company because I can't even remember the name of it. Um, but I can I could say that I can pass on your your uh, number to this woman called Laura, who was very helpful. Um, last kind of little point is the way that I think a lot of people think about their business when they first start off is like, right, how can I make a business? How can I take back time for myself? How can I think, right, I'm going to make the self-employed business because I'm going to be in control and it's going to be great and I'm going to make loads of money. I'm going to have loads of fun. And it's going to be just amazing. It's hard sometimes. It really is. But what you need to begin to think about is like, okay, I'm doing this right now. I'm starting a self-employed business, but what are my, like, what's my intention for the next 10 years? Like, what do I want to achieve by doing this business now for some people it's going to be i want to be the best in the fucking industry i want to be the best joiner in the town because that's what's going to make me proud and i love fucking joining things up i love being a joiner that's just my passion and it lights a fire in me every single day that's kind of similar to my idea i love doing this job i love being a coach it's a really fucking like job that just makes me happy and um, it, it definitely does so there's that but also I foresee what I want my life to look like in 10 years time. Like I want to, I foresee myself 
still doing this job, by the way. I don't I don't think it's ever it's but I think it might change at some point, but I foresee myself doing this job for the next 20 years. I'm sure things will evolve and there'll be a fucking little robot doing most of my work, but um I foresee myself doing this for the next 20 years. So I need to consider like do I just come and sit at this laptop every single day for the next 20 years and then that's kind of just my life? I mean, wouldn't be the worst life in the world, by the way. But I need to see the future because not everyone absolutely loves their job. Not everyone absolutely loves being a Sparky. Not absolutely everyone loves being an accountant. Maybe your goal for the next 20 years is to to work less. Maybe you want to hire staff. Maybe you want to take a bit of more time off. Maybe you want to actually step away from this job and sell the company. Maybe you want to, maybe you just want to do something different. Like maybe you just, you don't see yourself doing this forever. So having the vision and working back, what's what's the end goal or what do you want your later life to look like? What do you want your life to look like in 20 years? And how is your business now facilitating that right now? Because I see it with so many people, like they go, I just got to go to work. I've just got to work. And they make fucking loads of money, but they've got no time or energy because they work so much. So they're making all this money, but they've got nothing. They can't do anything with the money because they just keep working. And 10 years go by and they go, fuck all I've done for the past 10 years is work. I've not had any time off. I've not had any time to enjoy the money that I'm making. I've not had any time to actually kind of go, you know what, um, let's go on a holiday. Let's go and take a trip. And all they've done is graft, 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 graft. And the reason that they graft is because they want money. And they're like, got to work because I've got to make money. But they get to a point where they're making enough money. And then you may look back in 20 years time and go, what did I actually do with that money? Did I just make money but do fucking absolutely nothing with it because at the end of the day like it goes back to this equation like people trade time and energy for money like aka they trade their own time and energy into work to do the job that they want to do with the end goal being more time and energy a lot of people work and they go i can't wait to retire i can't wait for this freedom can't wait for like oh, 10 years time when I've made all this money and I've got all this time to go and chill. And it's, it's kind of like the the Mexican fisherman thing that I spoke about a couple of weeks ago. It's like people trade all that time and energy for money when in reality what they want is time and energy. So it's like the equation doesn't make sense. Like you need to begin to think about how can I facilitate my business to make to help me enjoy my life? Some people just love fucking grinding. Some people just love grafting and they just absolutely choke for it. And that's just their life. And that's totally fine. But other people get caught in this kind of cycle, especially as a self-employed business owner, because they think, fuck, this place is going to fall to the ground unless I keep it running. And they just never get time to actually enjoy the fruits of their labor. Um, so yeah, have a wee think about that. Hopefully that was helpful. Um, hopefully someone could take something away from that. Um, and it hopefully kind of pushes you on to do something. But yeah, um, I shall catch you guys later for episode 76. I've got a, I've got a very interesting guest coming on episode 76. Actually, is it's going to be it's going to be episode seventy seven, and um, he works at Manchester United, which is which is pretty cool.